The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Let's get organized, shall we? Let's get organized. Let's get productive. Let's be happier in 2017. Let's feel like we have control of our lives. Doesn't that make you feel so much happier? I mean, let's face it. No matter how much you accomplish, if you feel like your life or things are out of control, it's really hard to feel happy. You want to feel in control in order to feel happy. My name is Shalene Johnson. And in December 2010, I told everybody on Facebook, I'm like, hey, let's do this thing where I'm going to teach you how I get organized. And I'm going to teach you my system of goal setting and organizing my day. And I said, if there's anyone interested, let me know. And we had probably, I think that first month, maybe maybe like 10,000 people sign up for it. And I was like, what the heck? It was like crazy, right? And so then I was like, gosh, there's a lot of people who are interested in knowing how to do this. So I was like, you know what? I shouldn't put this online like an online free course. And we did. For six years, we had nearly a half a million people go through that 30-day challenge. It's always been free. But the cost of maintaining it and keeping up with the comments and just the sheer fact that so many people would start it, but they never went rarely went the full 30 days. You know why? Because it was free. That's my opinion. I think when people see something that's free, they just don't place the same value on it. So then we would have all of this operational nightmare with people saying like, I started going through it and I never finished. How can I get back in? And it just became kind of a nightmare for something that was free. So what we decided to do was to just make it only available to our smart success students, obviously. And then whenever I'm going live, I could just teach that piece. Now, smart success is obviously a lot more than just the goal setting piece. So here's what I want to teach you is the 30 day push challenge is no longer available, but I still like to teach it. And I think this is a really good time of the year to teach it. So if you'll grab a pen and a piece of paper, I'll teach this to you right now, especially for those of you who have recently purchased my smart life push journal. You're going to freaking love this. Allow me to be clear. You do not need this in order to follow the system because for the last five years, people have been following the system. What this does is makes it a daily habit. Now, if you can create that daily habit, cool. But for me, I just found myself personally, I kept trying to create my own journal and I'm like wasting money buying these journals and I'm wasting all this like paper and and I'm losing interest in the journal after like 60 days. And yeah, we're not only going to make a to-do list, we're going to talk about how you do the system. And for those of you who have the journals, you're going to freaking love this. Or when your journals come, just warn, tell your neighbors, like go knock on doors and say, listen, I should probably tell you we're going to be moving soon because all of my goals are like so big. I should probably just tell you that I'm going to accomplish most of them in the next 90 days. So anyways, if you want to like throw me a going away party and such, because I'm moving into a mansion and um, and a lot of other amazingly cool things, like just go knock on doors because it's going to happen, right? Okay. So I'm going to reference the journal, but please know you can create this yourself if you want. Okay. 
You can totally create it yourself. I mean, people have done it for five years. They've been creating it themselves. This just makes it a lot easier. Okay. I hope this works. This is my brilliantly blonde idea. I hope this works. God, I hope this works. Here goes. Are you ready? Are we ready? Okay. I hope this shows up in reverse. Oh God, fingers crossed prayers. So when you get your journals every single 30 days, and by the way, I'm going to keep referring to the journals, but again, remember you don't need them. If you don't want to use them, you can create your own journal. You could like, you know, get a blank journal if you want. So here it is. Step one, every single month, you're going to be like, okay, here we go. We're going to do this again. I'm going to rank the 10 key areas of my life. Okay. So everyone, let's do it together. Write these down. I'm going to run through them very quickly. Rank the following on a scale of one to 10. 10 is it's freaking amazing. You're like, it couldn't be better. I can't do better. I can't do better than this. I am so fulfilled. I am so happy. It's perfect. A scale of one to 10. That's a 10. A one is this is a complete nightmare, a disaster. I am ashamed. I'm uncomfortable. This is not how it should be. This is a complete failure. Okay. So you're going to rank them on a scale of one to 10. So rank each of these in the following order, your physical health. That means your weight. It means how, you know, how you feel about your body, your body, your physical health could also mean your blood pressure. It can mean the amount of sleep that you get your physical health. Number two is rank your mental well-being. How well are you equipped to handle, you know, just like one more thing? Like, is one more thing going to break you? Is one more thing going to set you over the edge? Are you depressed? Are you sad? Are you happy? Are you pretty even keeled? Your mental well-being is how you are able to cope is the best way I could describe it. Number three is environment. And let me define this. Environment is where you are. It's where you're spending or where you should be spending most of your time. Environment. So if your dogs are peeing all over your carpet, you're going to need to rank your environment low. If you hate your closet, if your closet gives you nightmares because it's so disorganized, if your car, you know, you're a traveling salesperson and your car, you hate it. It just like, it kills your vibe. If your office kills your work mojo, like you're not creative and you don't feel like doing what you need to do in your workspace, well, then you need to rank that low. You see what I'm saying? So your environment is where you're supposed to be hanging out. It's your home. It's where you're existing, if that makes sense. Okay, that was three. Number four is what I like to call hobbies, joy, or restoration. Hobbies, joy, or restoration. Number five. Now, let me give you a caveat on this one. Number five is romance. And by romance, I mean your love life. Now, listen, all my single ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies, Listen to me closely. You don't get to skip this category if you're single. You still have to put a score on it because if you're single, if you're single and you're happy, clap your hands. If you're single and you're happy, clap your hands. But if you're single and you're miserable, then you need to give it a one or two. I need to stop with the singing. Okay, so you see, see what I'm saying? Like you just give your love life, you give it a rating based on what's going on. I don't care if you're a single lady, you still have to give it a score. Cause if you're single and you're like, thank God, I need to be single and I'm really happy this way, then give it a 10. But if you're single and you're like, yeah, I'm single, but by default, I would really like to find a non slash loser guy. Or if you're single and you're like, yeah, I just kicked this gold digger chick to the curb and I need to find myself a quality lady. Well then give yourself a higher score. Okay. It's just how you feel about it right now. 
Now, romance, that doesn't mean that you're rating how you feel about your partner. So there have been times when I love my husband so much who I know he's watching and I'm not just saying this because I know he's watching, but there's been times where I've ranked my romance low because I was disappointed in how I was showing up in the relationship, meaning I didn't feel present, meaning I wasn't doing enough to show him what a priority our relationship is. So don't feel guilty if you want to give your romance or your your love life a lower score because what you're rating is how well you've done. What have you know, like how, how do you feel about the situation? And that doesn't mean that you're necessarily rating how you feel about them. It might mean that you need to do better. You need to do better. Okay. It's very, very individual. Do not give any of these a score based on what your mom thinks or what society thinks or anything else for that matter, but you personally. Okay. The next category is friends and family. And in friends and family, I want you to put just the friends and family who truly, truly are worth your time. Because let's face it, there's some people who are family that it's like family. And you're like, do we have to tell people that that's family? You know what I'm saying? Like they're family by DNA, but you're like, for the love, for the love, we need to keep our distance, right? And friends and family, that would also include your kids. So I'm going to put love in a separate category from kids and friends. And by the way, FYI, that friend circle should be small. It should be like five people or less. You know, that's why I'm always saying, like, don't introduce me to anyone new. I'm not doing the best job that I could be doing with the people who are already amazing in my life. So don't introduce me to anyone new because I already have enough amazing people and I don't have enough of me to go around. I need to go deeper instead of wider. So give that a score. Next is finances and you and your husband, if you were to do this together, which I hope you do, I hope the two of you do this together. But the two of you can give it completely different scores and the scores are correct. The scores are accurate because it's your feelings of how it makes you feel. One partner might feel like, well, we have enough money to survive, you know, a year worth of no income. And the other partner says, oh, I need five years worth of savings in order to feel secure. So it's your score. It's no one else's. And how do you feel about it? Does it make you feel comfortable? Does it make you feel anxious? Do you wish you could take care of more people? Do you hate having to look at price tags? Do you hate having to budget? Do you feel like there's, you know, it's just the right amount and any more money might make you feel stressful, you know? So it's, it's your number. Next is what I like to call purpose and career. Purpose and career. Now I, I call it purpose and career because in my opinion, and feel free to disagree, I think the God's work is raising children. That is God's work. If God blesses you with a child, that, in my opinion, there is no higher honor and there is no greater responsibility. Because you know what? We would have far fewer problems in the world if people would actually parent. Hashtag another subject. Hashtag don't get me started. Simmer down now. But I believe, you know, some people, they have to take a leave. They choose to take a leave of absence to raise their children and they are living their purpose. But you may be home with your kids and taking care of your kids, but you also feel like there's a bigger purpose for your life. And so you're really happy taking care of your children. You feel like it's the right thing to do, but you also feel like you're not fulfilling something that God's calling you to do. So then you might rank your purpose lower. Remember, nobody's going to look at this number. It's yours. What you're trying to tap into is what makes you feel good about you and what makes you feel like I should be doing a better job. And I'm making you examine all 10 areas of your life. And I'm making you do this every single 30 days. Can you imagine how on point your happiness, your life, your balance, your center would feel if every 30 days you took five minutes 
to look at your freaking life and put your freaking phone down. And seriously, can I go off for a second? If people spent five minutes looking at their life instead of looking at their freaking Instagram feed, can you imagine how much more present, how much on point our lives would be? Can you imagine how much happier we would be? And that's why I created this. And that's why I created this system. So whether you use this or not, I still want you to do this every 30 days. Just look at your freaking life and go, okay. And when I say look at your life, that's too big. Look at these 10 areas and just give them a quick score. You can do it in two seconds. I'm being very, very wordy. But once you do this once, you'll be able to do it in like two seconds. Okay. Thank you for allowing me to preach. Okay. So now we're looking at our purpose and our career. For some people, you know, they just don't love their career, but they feel like their purpose, like maybe you work full time, but on the weekends, you're spending time working with the elderly. And that's, you know, your purpose has you very happy, but your career, not so much. So give it a score. The next area is spirituality, which is such a tough thing to define. But I want you to just think of in terms of, you know, don't even worry about defining it. Just when you think about that word, how do you feel about your spirituality? Do you feel like you've lost touch with a higher power, with God? Do you feel like you want to know more? Do you feel like you need to find a new church? Do you feel like you don't believe in religion, but there's something inside of you that wants to know more about God or some other religion? I just want you to spend a second and just go, how does that feel to me? Like, so for me right now, I think I would rate mine a little bit lower. You know, this is honest truth. I haven't been to a in-person service in a couple of months. I didn't even go at Christmas. I've been listening to him on podcasts, but for me, it's like, it's just me. It's just me. For me, I don't feel as connected as I do when I'm at a service in person. So I'm making a point of scoring that lower this month so that I get reconnected. Okay. And then the last area is what we call personal development, but I don't even want you to think of it in personal development because that sounds so like personal development. It sounds so like, oh, like, like an area of the library you don't want to go to. So I want you to think of it as growth being better. How good do you feel about your personal commitment to just be better, a better wife, a better husband, better at your business, better. So there's your areas. Those are your 10 areas. I won't go through them again because you could rewind or you could go to your journal and you'll fill it in. Every 30 days, you're going to assess that. Can you imagine what life is going to be like if every 30 days and by the way, if you haven't signed up for this, this is our initial launch of the journals. Every single month will come every 30 days, I should say, doesn't matter when you start, will come a new color, right? And you'll get a new color that'll show up at your door. And you can get these by going to smartlifepushjournal.com. It's my initial launch. It's the first time we're ever trying it. So I'm really excited for you guys to give it a whirl. And what I'm doing tonight is kind of walking you through that process, which will work for you whether you have the journals or not. The journals are designed to turn what should be a habit into a physical product, like a physical way of taking the thing that you know you need to do into a habit, you know, so that there's a physical trigger to make you do it. Because I know you know you need to do this. But once you have a physical trigger, like, can you imagine like every 30 days you get another one, you're like, it's time to do it. Like now it's really a habit. Now you're not just reminding yourself to do it. You actually have a physical reminder to do it. Okay. So now once you've done that, you're going to look at the areas that you've scored and in your journal or are on your paper, you can do this yourself. You're going to list whatever area you personally scored the lowest. So you'll take your scores from this page 
which is step one, you'll take your scores and you'll just transfer them over here to page step two. And you're just going to walk through this process every single month. But you can do this now, right now. You don't have to wait for your journal to come. So step two is you identify, there's probably two areas you scored low. You take the two or three areas that you scored the lowest and you pick the one of those areas that is most significant to you and which is most realistic for you to improve right now. Let me give you an example of what I mean by that. Let's say you're six months pregnant. So when it comes to your physical well-being, you scored yourself low because you're like, I hate this body. And right now I feel so gross. But you scored it low. But, you know, let's face it. In the next 90 days, it really doesn't make sense. that You're going to try to, like, join a fitness competition or something. It's not realistic. But also what you scored low was your finances. And also what you scored low was your love and romance. So you pick up of those two categories, which one right now is probably, listen to me, most profoundly having a negative impact on your happiness and spend some time thinking about that. Spend a minute thinking about that. So you pick the area of, and you decide, okay, I'm going to make sure that this area improves. You're going to set goals that do not have a negative impact on your key priority. And we do that by check this out. It's all right here. So you write in your key priority and then you create your list of 10 goals. Okay. These 10 goals, I teach you exactly how to create them. But the key here, the game changer, are you ready? Is this your push goal. And I'm going to explain to you what a push goal is. Okay, so now what you're going to do is you're going to create 10 goals. Then once you create your 10 goals, I walk you through the process of creating an 11th goal, an 11th goal. This, please pay attention because nobody does this. And this is the magic. The magic is when you create an 11th goal you haven't thought of yet. And you don't create it until after you've looked at your 10. And you look at your 10 goals and they're either going to need this. Every goal that you set, I promise you, every goal that you set is going to need one of the following. It's either going to require more money to make it possible, more time or accountability. Name any goal for me and I guarantee you it's one of those things. You either need more money, more time or accountability. Name a goal. It's going to need one of those three things. It is a 90-day goal system, but you conquer it. Here's the key. In 30-day chunks. Because our brains can't handle 90 days. Our brains certainly can't handle a year. And our brains certainly don't want to handle five years from now. Because five years from now, like, so much is going to change. Like, you think you know what you want from five years from now, but you really don't. Let's face it. You really don't. You set these 10 goals as things you want to have happen in the next 90 days. But you're going to tackle them in 30-day chunks. Yes, 30-day chunks. Okay, you're going to look at your 10 goals and you're like, okay, this one, I'm going to need more time. And for this goal, I really just need accountability. And for this goal of trying to go to sleep at a certain time, yeah, I really just need accountability. And for this goal of trying to make sure I get at least one date night a week, well, I need accountability and I need money. So you, you look at those and you go, okay, so for most of these goals I need, let's say, more money. That means I now create an 11th goal, a push goal that gives me more of whatever it is that I need, whether it's time, money, or accountability. And that one you might have to sleep on. 
People are so freaked out about picking a push goal. And I'm like, why put it in pencil, write it in pencil, let it be a mistake and erase it and start over if you want. Here's a good example of that. So if I created a push goal, it needs to, and I, I look at the 10 goals of things that I'm like really excited about. I'm like, okay, so gosh, most of these goals are going to require me to, I need accountability in my business. Well, then I need to create a push goal of something I haven't thought of before. And for Brett and I recently, what that meant was hiring a business coach. Most of our goals, when we sat down and did this together, centered around earning more money and taking our business to like a new level. So we knew it was accountability and knowledge. And we thought, you know, what we should do, let's set a push goal, a 90 day push goal to interview and search and research and find the right business coach. Cause we need that accountability. We need that you know, knowledge. We need someone who can point out things that we're like too close to. And that became our push goal. But until that point, it wasn't on my list of 10 goals. It was something I came up with simply because I looked at my other 10 and said, wow, if I fulfill this push goal, many of the other goals on my list would be accomplished. And in other words, it pushes them over. Okay. Now it gets fun. You still paying attention? Cool. Okay. Cause now it gets really fun. Now what you're going to do is you will create a brainstorm of all the possibilities that could potentially be your push goal. Cause you're like, okay, so let's say I need more time. I need more accountability. So now you just, there's no pressure. You just create a brainstorming list on one page. You see, you don't have to remember this process because the process is covered in great detail in your journal. And for those of you who don't have a journal, you're going to write this down so that you don't forget. And you're going to practice it every single month. For those of you who have understand the importance of this habit, you'll have a journal coming to you every single 30 days. Yeah. Okay. So you simply create your brainstorming list. There's details on how to do that. Then you select your push goal. Then we get started. Yes. Okay. So now once you have your push goal determined, then what you'll do, this is so fun, is create an inventory of the things that you need to do less of and or more of in order to make your push goal possible. Let's face it, whatever your push goal is, you've got to do something different because there's not enough time in your day. You're going to have to do something different. All 10 of your goals can be in any area of your life. I just asked that three of them, it's just a suggestion that three of them are goals set to improve your key priority and that the remaining goals do not have a negative impact. They don't have to positively impact, they just can't have a negative impact, right? They can't have a negative impact on your push goal. Okay, then we get into your, what I like to call your daily trackers. Now, every single day, do you hear me? Can you imagine if every single day when you woke up, as you were about to brush your teeth, you looked at your push goal. What do you think the likelihood of you being focused laser focus on your push goal is if every single day you saw it at the top of your list. Okay. And then what if every single day, the first three things on your list were specifically related, 10 minute tasks related to your push goal and you wrote it in every day. What if every single day for 30 days in your freaking handwriting, you wrote your push goal? Every day, do you think it's pretty likely that it would be at the top of your mind? Yeah, I'm positive it would be. Yes. And then 
All I ask is that you don't spend a lot of time, but you devote at least three 10 minute tasks related to your push goal. Okay. So for Brett and I, when we were looking for our coach, one simple task would be call. And I would have a friend who I knew had a coach call so-and-so and see what their experience was like. The next task might be the same thing. Call another, a different person and ask them what their experience was like with the business coach they hired. And then the third task might be Google search business coaches. And I would search for that online. Those are all 10 minute tasks. So that's all you have to do. If they're more than 10 minutes, then you need to break them down. So think about it, dude, you could be Beyonce or the president or like whoever you want it. Anything you want to do is possible. If you just did a little like crawling, it's like, it's not sprinting. It's not killing yourself. It's not taking over your day. It's easy. It's fast. It's simple. And then the rest of your day, hello, is everything else. Because let's face it, your life, your work, your business, your faith, your kids, your laundry, it all goes together. So these journals, which is like one for business and one for kids and one for like, who's got the time to lug around five journals? Not me. You're all together in one person. So it all goes on one page. So just the first three related to your push goal. The remainder of your day tasks are whatever you need to do. And I don't know what you need to do, but there's a whole bunch of stuff because you're super busy. So it's just that stuff. And then over here, check this out. You're just scheduling your day. Before you schedule your day, look what I'm going to make you do. I'm going to make you identify what you're grateful for each day. Can I tell you what I'm grateful for today? Um, Red Cherry 73 eyelashes. That's what I'm grateful for. It doesn't have to be something major. It can be something shallow like that. I am grateful for red cherry number 43 lashes. No judgment. Yep. And then, you know, you need to write in your schedule, people. And you're going to do this in advance. You're not going to fill this in after the fact. That's called your life taking control of you. You're actually going to go, okay, I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to exercise. Did you hear me? I'm going to exercise instead of waking up and looking at my phone for an hour. I'm going to get my arse out of bed and I'm going to exercise. Y'all know, y'all know you spent, y'all know. Oh, don't even, don't even play. Y'all know you spend at least 15 to 20 minutes sitting on your butt looking at social media. Yes, you do. So, but if it's scheduled, you're going to actually exercise and do it because exercise is a huge piece to two things productivity, happiness. And then we can add all the other things, looking great in your clothes, looking great naked, living longer, if that's important to you. You know what I'm saying? You need to exercise. And if it doesn't go on your calendar, it ain't happening. Your dentist goes on your calendar and you don't even want to see him or her. So your exercise needs to go on your calendar. Okay. The very backside. So do you understand right now? We're, that's one page. So we, we did the pre-work at the beginning of the month, like where we figure out your 30-day we figure out like how you're going to tackle your 90 day challenge in 30 day chunks. You do that at the beginning of each journal. Then every single day after that is just, here's what it is. It's just you bulldozing towards that push goal. And every time you knock over a push goal, what you do is accomplish many of the other goals on your list. And we do that one day at a time. Isn't that brilliant? Okay. So then here's what your day looks like. You're going to mark off your water. You're going to record your sleep. You're going to track your food. Okay. So you got that. You're going to record your fitness, whether it's cardio, strength, or stretch, 
how much you exercise, anything else you want to include, you can record your weight every day if you want to do that to yourself, which seems torturous to me. And I don't think you should, but if you want to, you can. Okay. Then on top of that, you'll then write any comments you want. And then you make a declaration for what you're going to do the next day. What I will do tomorrow is this is so that every day you're looking at seven days and you're going, okay, I didn't exercise today. I'm going to exercise tomorrow. I scored myself every day this week, at least somewhere between a seven and an eight. This is so simple. Now, if you want something more complicated, I know there's a planner for you, but if you want simple, this is the process you should follow. Whether you use this planner or you do it yourself in your own blank notebook, which you're welcome to do. I did it for years. For years, I tried to do this in a blank notebook and I'm like, this just is not working. I've got to create something. Yes. So you can actually write in all of these journals. And here's my thing is I designed it to be lightweight so that you would throw it in your purse because some of these journals are so heavy. You're like, I would kill myself to carry. I'm not throwing this in my purse. This is heavier than carrying around a child. And there's like all these tabs and pages and months and stickers and like, ugh. I feel like that's fantastic for some people. It is, I ain't got time. This thing needs to be lightweight. I can throw it in my purse. It's always with me because this is my future. This is where I'm going. This feels like a job, but some people love them. I'm just saying what I've designed is for those people who are like, I ain't got time. Make it simple. Then I did blank ones for myself and I tried doing this for years, but then I was like, okay, I wasn't consistent in what I was doing each and every day, you know, and then I had to write down my schedule. It just didn't work. So then I was like half on an app and half on a journal. And that just was not working. I'm like, there has got to be a simple way that turns this process into a daily habit. I don't think about. And everyone was like, well, why don't you just create a journal? So I did last year and everyone downloaded them, but they were like, they had all these printed loose pages. I'm like, well, this is silly. And then you forget to do it the next month. I'm like, I need like a system where people are reminded every, like it becomes a life coach. The fact that every single month, every 30 days, you get another one. It's like your life coach knocking on the door and saying, we're doing this. We are doing this. Yeah. And it's simple and it's fast. And so the last big chunk of the journal is for you to just write in because, you know, you want to take it to a meeting and then someone's got a brilliant brainstorm. You need lots of pages to write on. You need pages to scribble and to doodle. And then the very end of the journal is you're going to do an assessment of what your 30 days just look like. If you're not measuring what you're doing, it's very difficult to make progress. So it's simple, it's fast, it's doable. Whether or not you use these journals or not doesn't matter to me. That's up to you. If you already are really good at creating a daily habit, you probably don't need these. But for those of you who need to have more organization and control of your day, you have got to adopt a system. And that system should look like this. Here's your quick recap. Every day, you can do this starting tomorrow wake up and say, based on my push goal, what three 10 minute tasks do I need to accomplish first? Step one, step two, how do I schedule the most important things on my day, which should include something that honors my push goal and doesn't harm in any way my key priority? How do I schedule my fitness? And I've got to make sure 
that I'm tracking my nutrition. I disagree with those who say you can be extremely overweight and still consider yourself very successful because you haven't been able to successfully gain control of the most important asset you have, which is your temple. I mean, God gave you this body. And when we're making everybody else's priorities and getting through our emails and emptying our you know, inbox at work, when we're making that a priority and we're not making our own health and fitness and our nutrition a priority, how can you call yourself a success when you aren't successfully taking care of you? If you want to take care of the people that matter the most, if you want to be able to be more productive, to be happier and to have a positive influence on people's lives, you have to prioritize and schedule and track two things your fitness, and your nutrition. All right, chickadees, my bros and my sisters, I love you. I'll see you soon. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and, and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337. And that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.